I'm VJ Hamilton and welcome to the Autoimmune Reset, the place for you to learn how to thrive with autoimmune disease and feel empowered to take steps to transform your health to feel better than ever. You can start making changes today to improve your health. So with every episode, my mission is to share with you simple ways to up-level your diet and lifestyle with key learnings from my own journey reversing autoimmune disease and inspirational stories from those who have reset their autoimmune symptoms and are now thriving in life. I suffered from autoimmune disease for over 25 years and now I live symptom-free and I wish the same for you as well. So thank you for being here and sharing this time with me. Now let's get started. Welcome and today we are going to be focusing on a very special part of your cell and cellular health and why that special part of the cell which is called an organelle, the mitochondria, is particularly important for immune health as well as other functions. Years ago, many moons ago, I did a degree in biochemistry and immunology. And we focused a lot on the components of the cell, in particular the organelles. I learned a lot about the mitochondria back then, and it really fascinated me at the time, all the different roles that mitochondria plays. If you are not familiar with the mitochondria, you might remember it from studying biology at school. It's the powerhouse of the cell, which means that it is the place, it's the engine of the cell. So it's the place where you produce energy. And when the mitochondria is dysfunctional or not functioning as well as it could be, it can affect lots of different systems in the body, including the immune system. And more and more research is showing how important the mitochondria are for the immune system. So looking back when I was studying the different organelles in the cells, of which there are many, and they have many different functions, it's like its own ecosystem just within the cell. I never thought that 20 years on, I would be focusing on mitochondria from a nutrition and health perspective as well and how fundamental these organelles are to our health. I remember when I started to really delve into the research for multiple sclerosis and the mitochondria just kept coming up time and time again and I really do feel that when I focus on helping my clients or when I'm working on my own health, really looking at the root cause of your symptoms is key and there can't be anything more than the root of your health conditions than your cells and the even the organelles of the cells and mitochondria. I am looking forward to discussing this with you today and not just that, to provide you with some recommendations of the types of foods that you can eat to help nourish the mitochondria and as a result of feeding and nourishing your mitochondria you will also be helping your immune system to function optimally. So let's talk about what the mitochondria actually are. You may have come across them before if you've been reading about health, especially when it comes to autoimmune disease, but they are very interesting. So they're in our cells and they help us produce energy from oxygen. So what is the origin of the mitochondria? Well, two billion years ago, there was a symbiotic relationship between a very simple cell and a bacteria. And the cell two two billion years ago 
couldn't really thrive in the environment it was in because it wasn't able to use the oxygen in the air. Um, and what happened in this symbiotic relationship, so a mutually beneficial relationship, the bacteria entered the cell and it was able to use the oxygen in the air as energy and so it really benefited both the bacteria and the cell because the cell was then able to thrive in that environment but the bacteria had the protection of the cell and the safe environment for the bacteria to survive and that is really the evolution or the, the starting point of mitochondria and how we have come to be who we are today um, is because of this symbiotic relationship that happened two billion years ago. There have been reviews to look at the effect of, for example, antibiotics on the mitochondria and how people may respond after taking antibiotics because it can disrupt the mitochondria and it may be due to the fact that the mitochondria's origin is of a bacteria. You may know that we all have our own DNA uh, which is in the nucleus of the cell but the mitochondria also has its own DNA and you inherit that from your mother's side only. It has this double membrane around it and as I said it has really important functions in the body in particular producing energy but it is very susceptible to oxidative stress. So you may have heard on other podcasts me explain that oxidative stress is when you have a buildup of free radicals in the body and free radicals are produced during various different biological reactions. So it is a normal process but when there is more toxicity or you have a high viral burden or you may have um, inflammation, then oxidative stress can increase. And that can really harm the mitochondria. And because it is producing energy for you in every cell, well, in, in every cell but the red blood cells in the body, so it's affecting every tissue, every system, when that is affected, that can affect lots of different systems, including the immune system. The energy that is produced is called adenosine triphosphate, which you may know as ATP, and that is the energy generating unit that you produce for your body. And you get this energy generation from the food that you're eating, and it comes from either glucose, so when you're eating carbohydrates, and that is made into pyruvate, which is used by the cell to produce energy, or from fatty acids, so from the fats that you eat. There are many things that can promote the amount of mitochondria that you have in the cell. There is a very fine balance between making enough mitochondria or making too little. And there are various ways that you can improve your mitochondrial production. Obviously, that's going to help with your energy production as well. But when it is dysfunctional, and you don't want too many because mitochondria actually do produce free radicals and that is a completely natural process but when free radicals are produced in excess it can be pro-inflammatory because these free radicals through cytokines can re recruit other immune cells and that can create inflammation but mitochondria are really important for that gut barrier function as well and that first line of defense for the immune system at the gut barrier function so they do lots they have lots of different roles and it's really important that we are nourishing them for our immune health so let's talk about how your mitochondria 
help your immune system because emerging evidence is showing that the mitochondria have a key role in your immune system's first line of defense. So if your mitochondria aren't functioning well, then it may mean that that first line of defense that protects you from viruses, bacteria won't be functioning as well. So by enhancing your mitochondria function, you can help your immune system to defend you more against pathogens. And that's extremely important just generally in everyday health, but also the more viruses and bacteria that we have within our bodies, even if they're laying dormant and we don't have an acute reaction to them at that point in time, they can cause a dysfunctional immune system, which can lead to things like autoimmune disease. The other thing that mitochondria have been shown to do is to help to activate self-suicide. And you may think, that doesn't sound like a great thing. And self-suicide is called apoptosis. And the reason that you would need self-suicide is that when your cells are dysfunctional or they're old, they're not working effectively, then you don't want them hanging around in the body because they can cause disruption. If your DNA is disrupted, it can go on to create disease and issues with tissues. You need that point that your body can detect, no, this cell is not working right anymore. And that's where the mitochondria comes in again, because it can help with this detection piece, especially with the immune system. They're often called zombie cells, these senescent cells, which are linked to aging as well. When they are hanging around in the body, it can increase aging and it can also cause a lot of disruption in the immune system. So we want to make sure that we are able to initiate this cell suicide process and the mitochondria help with that. Now, there are various reasons why you might have mitochondrial dysfunction because it may be that you have a genetic susceptibility to it. As I said, there's 23 genes in the mitochondrial DNA you inherit from the maternal side of your family. So you might have a genetic susceptibility to certain things through your genetics. But as we know, the genetics loads the gun, but the environment pulls the trigger. And as a result of that, there are lots of other things that can affect the mitochondria. For example, toxicity, when the cell is surrounded by an environment of toxicity, like heavy metals, that can affect its function. The mitochondria and the energy production process, Krebs cycle, is reliant on so many different cofactors and nutrients. So when you are malnourished, you die, or having issues with your digestive system, that can affect your mitochondria as well. But there are things you can do to help. There are lots of different vitamins and nutrients that can help with the mitochondria. Now, we've spoken a lot about oxidative stress and a buildup of free radicals that can affect the mitochondria function. And that's why antioxidants such as quercetin and resveratrol, so those red and purple colored foods and fresh dark greens are really great at helping your mitochondria thrive and helping with your immune system. So bringing in, as I mentioned in an earlier podcast, bringing in those colourful foods is really, really helpful for your mitochondria. Green tea has a lot of antioxidants in it as well. And that's another great thing to be bringing into the diet to help to the mitochondria to thrive and to protect the environment that they are surrounded by. I really love to include 
blueberries and pomegranates to my breakfast and meals during the winter time because they can really are potent antioxidants and they can help you when we are more at risk during the winter time of having an infection and they can really help with that during the winter months. Other nutrients which are really important for the mitochondria are the B vitamins. Now the best source of B vitamins is from grass-fed meat, especially beef. Really making sure that during this winter time you're potentially making some slow cooked meats. I absolutely love my instant pot for that. It's very easy as well and it's very warming. You can add in lots of spices and herbs and that can be a really lovely thing to do over the winter time but as well you are providing your mitochondria with the b vitamins that it needs to function at its best because the krebs cycle is reliant on b vitamins so in order to produce energy you really do need those b vitamins and that's why grass-fed beef or grass-fed meat is a really good thing to be including in the diet to help with that you can also bring in things like game uh, venison is lovely to have and you may be surprised but grass-fed meat has a high level of omega-3 fats in it as well and we know that omega-3 fats which you may associate with being in oily fish and flaxseed but it is found in grass-fed beef as well and that can help to reduce inflammation now another nutrient that's really beneficial for the mitochondria is anything that includes sulfur and that's because toxicity can really harm the mitochondria so we need to be constantly thinking about how can we create this clean environment for the mitochondria to thrive to help with our immune health broccoli and in particular broccoli sprouts has a high amount of sulforaphane in them and sulforaphane really helps to remove those harmful environmental toxins from your body. So having some broccoli sprouts, you can buy sprouters on Amazon and you can buy the sprouts for a very inexpensive price. And you can sprout broccoli sprouts and have them in every day, just have a handful of them every day. You can throw them onto salads, have them on soups. And that's a really great way of getting in those sulfur-rich vegetables, in particular the sulforaphane, which is found in broccoli sprouts. And next is fats. The mitochondria is surrounded by a double membrane and really in order to function properly, that membrane has to be robust, it has to be fluid, it has to be flexible and it is made up of the fats from your diet. So if you are not eating healthy fats, then your mitochondria, especially the membrane around it is unlikely to be healthy and we need our cell membrane to be healthy as well so that those nutrients can get to the mitochondria. Uh, so think about the different fats that you're including in your diet. Extra virgin olive oil is a great fat to be including as well as oily fish using the SMASH acronym so salmon, mackerel, anchovies, sardines and herring making sure you're eating those say three times a week. You can bring in cod liver oil. If you're not dairy intolerant, you can bring in a grass-fed butter or ghee. Just really making sure that you're getting an assortment of different healthy fats and that's going to help with the mitochondria and the mitochondrial membrane which in order to support your immune health. And lastly, magnesium which is a cofactor for lots of different reactions in your body in particular for the mitochondria. And there's some really great sources of magnesium 
that you can get from lots of different foods. Avocado is a great source of magnesium and so is spinach, but avocado also includes, you know, lots of healthy fats. It's full of antioxidants and vitamin E, so it's a great thing to include. Magnesium-rich foods are particularly good for the mitochondria and to help with your immune system. But I find even when you are having a lot of magnesium-rich foods, sometimes supplementation can help, but obviously work with a health practitioner or nutritional therapist to see whether that would be right for you. And it's interesting, there are lots of different types of magnesium and different types help with different things. So it's just knowing which type of magnesium is going to be best for you as well. So there's some of the key nutrients. There are other things that you can do in your life that can help to promote the health of your mitochondria. Now, one is movement and exercise. Cardiovascular exercise can, and, and, and hit type exercise can help to boost your mitochondrial function. Putting your body under stress in the short term can help to build and create new mitochondria. So by doing things like exercise, that can really help to generate more mitochondria. And the same goes for fasting as well. Having long breaks from food can help to promote the production of mitochondria. So fasting, whether intermittent fasting or doing partial fasting can really help to improve your mitochondria. And from that as well, doing the keto diet, so reducing any carbohydrates from the diet and relying solely on fats for energy can help to promote mitochondria. And then lastly, using cold exposure therapy can help to put your body in that stressful state for a short period of time to then help regenerate, rebuild and to increase the production of mitochondria. Now, as I said at the beginning, like a lot of the time when we're thinking about health, we're thinking about our systems, we're thinking about certain organs or we're really focusing in on one key area. But what I love about focusing in on the mitochondria for your immune health, but for your health generally, is that you don't have to pinpoint one specific area, looking at it holistically. So by focusing in on your mitochondrial health, you'll probably help with all the different systems in the body. When I was improving my own health, this is one of the key pieces that I missed until later on. And it was only when I started working on my cellular health and really working to build up and improve my mitochondrial health did I see that my energy improved and my autoimmune symptoms reduce. So I do think this is a key piece of this. In my clinic I run a fantastic test called the metabolomics test which is an organic acids test and it gives you really a really great insight into how the cell is functioning how well you're producing energy whether there's any toxicity whether you have any nutrient deficiencies and it really gives you that complete insight into where there might be potential problems in your health from a cellular health perspective which I think is absolutely vital in order to move forward because once you know what the potential issue is then you can address it. So if you'd like to find out more about that test then please feel free to contact me or you can book in for a free initial consultation with me. You will find the link to that in the show notes. But in the meantime, if you have any questions, then pop over to my Instagram account and feel free to DM me. It's at the Autoimmunity Nutritionist. And I would love you to join the Autoimmunity community this festive period. We have quite a few things going on and I will be sharing some tips for stress management during the holidays. I'll be sharing some delicious 
festive food and loads more. So I really hope to see you there. I am doing a Christmas party for the community next Tuesday, the 13th of December. And I would love to see you there. It will be an open Q&A and there will be some healthy prizes up for grabs as well. So have a fantastic rest of your week and I will speak to you soon. Take care. Thank you very much for joining me today on the Autoimmune Reset. I really hope you enjoyed the discussion and be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. And if you liked it, I would hugely appreciate a review on iTunes as it helps me understand what you like about the podcast and to help share the information with more people. I'm excited to speak to you next time. And remember, you have the power to take the reins on your health. So keep the faith and celebrate the small wins. Until next time.